compete every day, man. His spirit, I find it hard to be matched. Welcome to the Pro Football Jokes Podcast, where everybody is in regular season form. Uh, no hiccups on this podcast so far, so uh, everyone's feeling good, ready for the season to start. Pep, how you feeling? Oh, I feel amazing. New season, new me, fresh start. We have a great podcast going. We have a great staff running it. I would agree, and uh, supporting the paid staff uh, is our unpaid intern, uh, Reeb. How you doing? I'm doing good. Got a little warm up this past weekend with some college football, and ready for the professionals to get at it. Yeah, I didn't get to watch any uh, college football this weekend as I uh, didn't have any uh, TV. But heard uh, heard your team, Virginia Tech, got got the win. They did. They had. Uh, numerous opportunities to put it away early and <laughs> did not. They uh, just wanted to keep everybody entertained for the full like two and a half, three hours. Yeah. Because well, there were so many damn commercials. Well, that's the important thing. Um, you know, I, college football struggles to keep viewers, so especially for Virginia Tech. So it's yeah. people interested. Um, yeah. But. Now, this week, we get to experience some real football, the NFL. Uh, We're just two days away from kickoff, uh, probably one day away by the time this actually airs. Uh, But, you know, uh, I feel like it kind of snuck up on this year. You know, you get one less week of preseason. Uh, I don't know, just offseason felt a little little shorter. Um, But... Now we get a new 17 weeks of football. Uh, any thoughts on the 17 had 17 week season? Uh, I'm sure we already talked about it at some point, but are you guys excited for it now? Now that it's actually upon us? I'm definitely going to have a lot of mess ups in future podcasts and article writing when it comes to talking about teams records. I'll have to get used to that. Being one more game instead of you know calculating the extra game and uh, no more Jeff Fisher jokes at seven and nine BS, which is sad. But um, you know can't complain about more football. I'm sure the players aren't. Well, they're excited. Might get injured. More of an opportunity to get injured, <laughs> but more football. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, that's what I always thought. Like the like uh, compromise was that. They'd get an extra bye week, but I, I guess that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know why not. Like, I feel like that. I don't know what the downside to an extra bye week is. I feel like you get spread out the football a little bit more. It seems like it would make more money with an extra week there of people yeah. watching football. Um, but uh, who knows? Maybe um, maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, um, I you know I have mixed feelings on it, but. You're, you're right. It's it's one one extra week of football. Who am I to complain about it? Uh, are the, I wonder if anybody will be breaking any records this year. You know, with the they get an extra game to, you know, set a pass. I do always wonder. Yeah, I do wonder about like those records because it's probably it's inevitable that like the passing yard record, rushing record will probably get broken. But I don't like. I would assume when you get the title there's no like asterisk next to your name that's no i mean you know there used to be a 14 game season we switched 16 games and yeah nobody cares <laughs> it's i mean like no nobody's like oh oj simpson has the rushing yard record because he rushed for 2,000 yards in 14 games you know it's, it's probably some other reasons there too but <laughs> well yeah and I think he deserved it. Not only that, more teams can make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, well, that was true last year, yes. too. So, uh, but it's, yeah, no, that's definitely, I feel like that those two kind of went hand-in-hand in hand when they increased the playoff teams. They It was also part in part because of this. I, really, it was just a way to make money, but... I don't know. I, I it's what it all is. Yeah. <laughs> it's all just for the NFL to make money. So, you know, whatever. 
they're providing us with quality content, so shouldn't shouldn't bash them. But anyway, let's get into talking about some of these actual teams and what we're thinking of them. Um, I wanted to go through each of the divisions and just kind of give our general thoughts on who's going to win, what teams we like, if we have any other points we want to bring up. Uh, normally we go NFC to AFC, but uh, I thought we'd work our way backwards this week, especially since we already hit on a few NFC divisions uh, in our last pod. Um, so why don't we start with the AFC West Um home of the defending AFC champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, do you guys think the Chiefs will repeat this year as AFC West champions? Not, not AFC champions necessarily, but... Yes, I do. I do. Uh, I, they're clearly the class of that division. Um, and I am quick to talk about the Chiefs because earlier today I was explaining to someone how much better the Broncos have gotten in the off season and all these additions to offense and defense and Teddy could be really good as a starter. And then I ended it all with a very defeating comment, but the chiefs are still going to win the division because they're the chiefs and they're just the class. Yeah. It's hard to, hard to argue against the chiefs. I do agree with you. I really like what the Broncos have done. They have a really good looking defense. I love their weapons on offense. I think their offensive line is, is fine. Garrett Bowles somehow became great last year, so let's see if he can keep that up. Um, but, yeah, I just – you know, it's tough for me to think that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be able to keep up with Patrick Mahomes. Um, obviously, I think the Chargers are also interesting with Justin Herbert, take, if, if he can take another step. Um, you know, I don't think they did really a whole lot to, to make their team better other than that, but – just the idea of him. I mean, being they able. like reinforced the entire offensive line, That's and they're true. getting Derwin James back. Uh, they're all they're getting Derwin James back every year. <laughs> <laughs> <That's just, laughs> oh, true. they're getting Derwin James. No, <laughs> we've seen well, this yeah. before from the Chargers, but no, I I mean they've they've done some things. They they lost Melvin Ingram. They, yeah, I, I think they're fine. I think they're they have a they still have a good roster. It's but so I mean I think they have a chance for sure, especially when I mean when you have a great quarterback and they have some solid weapons around him. Um, I think they like some of their depth as a receiver. Uh, apparently, they really like Josh Palmer. So I don't know. We'll we'll see if uh, if they can just become a, a little bit more of an offensive powerhouse and actually keep up with the Chiefs. Uh, I wanted to briefly touch on the Las Vegas Raiders real quick. Uh, just give them some love in our segment here. Uh, whenever I check in on the Raiders, especially this offseason, it hasn't been particularly good. I usually find out that they are waving a former high draft pick or playing them with the third team. Um, and... I, I've noticed the fan base is getting a little impatient with Mike Mayock. I, they just waved Lynn Bowden Jr., a former third rounder, and uh, another gentleman who's a safety. His name is slipping my mind right now, but uh, Carl Joseph. Uh, yeah, Carl Joseph, former first rounder. I thought that was like Tanner Muse. Yes, and they get rid of Tanner Muse. Thank you. Um, yeah. It just doesn't sound good for the Raiders right now. Definitely not Mike Mayock. I felt bad. Uh, because people are getting very impatient, rightfully so. They want to see their picks pan out. But personally, I just feel like Mike Mayock is that guy in the fantasy league that knows like way too much, and then he reaches on all of his draft picks because he thinks he has like an edge on everyone else, and then he just ends up in last. But he still knows a lot about football. But anyway, I'll pull for the Raiders. The Lynn Bowden one was just ridiculous because it was – not like they even kept him for a year on like the practice squad. They legitimately got rid of him like a few months after drafting him in the third round. Yeah, he didn't play a snap. Yeah, that's crazy. And now he's on IR with the Dolphins. I yeah. will say for the Broncos, I think they have a shot at being one of the best secondaries in the league. So it'll be interesting to see how that matches up with Chiefs. I still don't think they have anyone that can, you know, match up with Travis Kelsey. But it'll be interesting to see how they take away some of the other receivers 
Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I think the Chiefs, we can just count on the Chiefs to be good every year. You know, we'll see if maybe Michael Hardman or somebody can can break out. But it's I another guess. retooled offensive line. See how that goes for him. That's true. That that is a question mark, especially with the struggles they had in the Super Bowl. But you know, that's one game, and I I somehow just trust in Patrick Holmes and Andy Reid for some reason. I don't know why. Years of sustained success might uh might give them that benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I guess I guess that's reasonable. All right, let's move on to the AFC South. Um, this division, uh, I, sorry, before we move on, I assume we're all picking the Chiefs there. I think we all said yes. picking the Chiefs, AFC West. Yeah, I'd go with the Chiefs. Okay, that, that's pretty much what was my assumption. All right, the, the AFC South. Uh, division probably not quite as good as the AFC West. Um, really might be one of the worst divisions in football, if not the worst. Um but what do you guys think about this one? Uh, do you guys have a favorite? Do you guys believe in the, the Texans? <laughs> Probably. I can't believe you just said Tarot that. Taylor. <laughs> I'll always root for a Hokie at quarterback, but I don't think they're going to be doing much. I also don't think he's going to be the starter for very long. Um, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I, I, I Really, am pulling for him as well. Uh, I just, you know, week one, I uh, got to plug this real quick. We have a new page to our website coming soon. Peps picks about gambling. Um, I was doing my parlay this week, and I just completely faded the Texans Jaguars game because the matchup is so god awful that I just don't know how or who's going to win. It could just be a tie, zero to zero. So I don't have faith in either of those teams. I really don't believe in the Colts right now. They got to prove me wrong. I'm sure they will. Uh, but the Titans, clear runaways to me at this point. Yeah, absolutely. I just I know it's preseason and we can overreact to everything, but the Jaguars' offense has looked just flat out bad. Like all the possessions when they were playing the Saints, it looked like Urban Meyer just didn't really know what was going on it was just like run on first and second down and then you got a third and long and he was just like go make something out of this trevor and then he never was able to convert it yeah that's a tough thing to ask of your rookie quarterback uh i think the texans might be a little like i i don't really want to say this but i feel like they're a little bit underrated just because people think like <laughs> i feel like people think these teams gonna go like oh and 17 i don't I don't think they're that bad. I don't think they're necessarily the worst team in the NFL even. Um, but, I mean, they don't have anything good on their team, really. But, like, they there aren't really that many holes in their team. Really, it's just the quarterback positions that's a big hole. The rest of their team is like they have somewhat capable starters. They just don't have any, any good, like, Pro Bowl-type players. I mean, it's also a pretty unproven coaching staff, if well, I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> that that is a fair point. Uh, you know, it's a it's a terrible organization. It's a it's a dumpster fire there. But I uh, I just think you know they're they're good enough to win a few games here and there. Especially, I, I'm a, I'm agree with you, Pep. I think this game against the Jaguars is kind of a coin flip game. We'll we'll see who wins. But I, I honestly kind of believe in the Colts somewhat. Uh, I do think they will give the Titans a run for their money in this division. Um, I talk about a coaching staff that's proving. I love what Frank Reich uh, and company there have done um, in you know, their few years they've been there. Um, and, uh, the, you know, it looks like Carson Wentz probably going to start week one. Uh, uh, one aside, I mean... Is the is the Colts like medical staff like the worst medical staff in football? Because I know we like make fun of the Chargers medical staff because they always have a bunch of players get hurt. But like as a medical staff, you can't really do much about players getting hurt. You just gotta treat them as they come. I feel like the Colts medical staff like somebody gets hurt and they're just like I don't know they'll be back sometime <laughs> five to twelve weeks uh, somewhere in that time frame probably. Like remember the Andrew Luck 
injury when they, we like waited. They thought he was like, oh yeah, he'll probably be back for camp, uh, maybe week one. Um, <laughs> let's let's aim for like week eight, and then he just never played. Hey, you <laughs> you even want to take it back to maybe previous people with Peyton Manning's injury <laughs> in the neck? Yeah, uh, yeah, they they have some issues there, uh, to put it lightly. And I think they literally just rub dirt on wounds. <laughs> have they said anything about Quentin Nelson? Because didn't he have the exact same injury as Carson Wentz? Uh, yeah, true. I have not checked to see if he'll be. Did he have the exact same injury, or were they too lazy to see if it was something else? <laughs> yeah, he's got yeah, like, it. It's probably the same thing. They're both hurt. Hey, you know, Wentz needs to get a little bit of his bone removed, so let's just remove some of your bone, too. <laughs> anyway, but I do believe in this team, <laughs> in spite of all that. <laughs> Gotta love Jonathan Taylor. Um, just hand the ball off to him. Um, I think their defense is pretty solid still. Yeah, they they are missing kind of pass rushers, but I've heard Quiddy Pay looks pretty good. So, um, you know, maybe he can carry them. I don't know. I it's love the Darius Marlin. Man. It's the Marlin Mac comeback season. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> 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 He has been solid in fantasy for like four years until he, you know, tore his Achilles last year or whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, he was fine, but like Jonathan Taylor is way better. So can and, Jonathan Taylor catch passes though? He, he didn't do it at Wisconsin. Well, well he, honestly, first of all, that's not entirely like. Jonathan Taylor caught in like his last season of Wisconsin. He caught like the same exact. He had like the exact same receiving stat line as DeAndre Swift. So and like people are like, oh, DeAndre Swift, such a good pass catcher. Come back home. That's why I was like, I, I don't. Understand. Week one of last year would say otherwise. <laughs> or was that two that's years a, ago? I don't remember. Point. No, he was a rookie last year. They were both rookies last year. Alex, this past year has been so <laughs> goddamn long. Pardon me for blurring them together. <laughs> No, it's true. Um, but yeah, and plus they have nine lines to cast passes, so it doesn't really matter. That neither of them needs to, needs to catch passes. And Very you know, true. when you have Jordan Wilkins uh, leading the backfield, don't forget him. <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, you know, they got they got plenty of guys who can run the ball, so I don't think they're just like there. the Texans. <laughs> well, yeah, if it was, you know. A few years ago, yeah, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, David Johnson, Mark Ingram. Yeah, that is gross. I, I still think Lindsay's a good player, um, but I don't. He's not a workhorse, so uh, yeah, I think they're they're struggling there. I just anyway. don't understand. I don't understand how a team ended up with all the players that like nobody else wanted. How is your entire team comprised of that? And uh, tonight they signed Danny Amendola. To add to that roster of people. (laughs) Do you just look at that roster and you're like, none of these people mesh. It's like that clique of people you're like, wow, they're hanging out together? Didn't expect that group of people to be mixing. I I don't get it. They're just throwing everything against the wall and seeing what's It's quite literally what we do at Madden 07 with a bad team. We just try to sign (laughs) as many people as we can. And whoever chooses to sign with the franchise, congratulations, you're starting. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see if it works out for them. I, I think they can win a, a couple games. <laughs> uh, we haven't even talked uh, about the Titans, I, sorry. I was about to say, we haven't even mentioned Julio Jones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Julio Jones is on Titans. Now they can have one more person to play action pass. But they're all, the Titans are also missing. They lost Arthur Smith, which I do think is a big deal. Um, you know, I don't know if their offense, obviously, you know, another year of wear and tear on Derrick Henry, having all those carries. Um, so I don't know. I, I'll take the Colts. I'll take the Colts in this division. Be a little different. I like it. 
I'm just going to stick with the Titans. Yep, Titans for me as well. All right, our first disagreement there. <laughs> Exciting stuff, guys. Uh, all right, let's move on to the AFC North. Quite a few competitive teams in this division. Reeb, your team is probably not one of the competitive teams. I think teams. all four teams are competitive, and any four of them could win. That's my overreaction. You're getting it early. Well, I, I mean, technically true. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. I do like, I mean, I kind of like the Bengals to improve this. Well, I, I did before when I thought the can't, was going to be good. But. You can't go much further down, Alex. <laughs> It's true. I, I do really hope Jamar Chase gets back on track because I picked him in Dynasty. So He's going to be fine. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> I like to overreact about it, but I can also recognize that I'm overreacting about it. And yeah. like... no, I, I agree. I, I'm not really too worried about it, but I do, you know, I, it is, I think it's clearly a mental thing. And, like, yeah. It's, it's just, just a tough thing to happen right as you enter the NFL. Yeah, I'd say me and most Bengals fans are still just like the ghost of John Ross is haunting all of us. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, please not again. <laughs> Come on. And like usually, I think drops are not like that big an issue. Like you can fix them as a receiver. Like it's not like he doesn't know how to catch football. Like he's yeah, he's played receiver his whole life. Or however long he's played receiver, I don't know. But for for a while, at least. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like this was a carryover from his college days. Like they were not an issue at LSU. By all accounts, they weren't an issue. Like in high school, I am curious because the ball size is like it's slightly different, right? In college versus the NFL. Uh, hell if I know. I it might might be. Yeah, it's slightly. different. I thought it was. Because that was always going through my head, and I was like, what if, like, <laughs> what if that minuscule difference, like, just made it that much tougher for him to catch? I guess it's possible. <laughs> he, like, tries to, to close his hands, like, too far, and it's a ball yeah. just squirts out. Granted, with all these, like, crazy sticky gloves, I wouldn't think it would matter, but... Yeah. Anyway, I think that... Uh, I don't think the Bengals are going to really have a chance to win this division. No. It also than... does it does not help that uh, Trey Waynes, who we've given a lot of money to, is yet to play a game and will not be playing a game for at least a few weeks because he hurt his hamstring. So Eli Apple will be starting at corner, which is never a good thing for your team. Yeah, uh, never, never like to see that. Um, but you know, we'll see. I, uh, you know, they got, they brought in a few other corners, so hopefully they can hold up and get get Trey Wayne's back at some point. Uh, I hope but, so. But I, uh, I think I, oh, man, it's so tough. I probably should have thought about who I'm going to pick for this division before uh, this this point in the podcast. But I think I will take the Browns because, um, I, I mean, I really liked what they did last year. I think adding adding Clowney, I mean, I've never been like a huge Jadavion Clowney fan, but obviously he gets to be like the second best pass rusher on this team behind Miles yeah. Garrett. So it's a little bit of the pressure off of him, maybe on to the quarterback. Um so I, I think uh, – and obviously I, I like an Odell bounce back here. Um, he's played he, – I mean, he played pretty well last year before he got hurt. So as long as he just stays healthy, which uh, should be easy at this point in his career, um, I think uh, just improves that offense. You mean you don't subscribe to the incredibly cherry-pick stats that Baker is better when Odell Beckham is not on the field? <laughs> I do not. Um, <laughs> it is kind of funny that like he did just suddenly get better when Odell got hurt last year. Uh, but I can't imagine that's really a thing that he's just like play. Uh, that I mean, maybe there's like some you know mental thing that allowed him to play a little more freer when Odell 
out there. But you would think that you know now that he's experienced that he could yeah kind of translate that. Like so. I I get it. Like if you have someone as talented as Odell, you like kind of want to like either force or like make throws that you probably wouldn't make to other receivers. But at the same time, like I I think they were, it's just a coincidence. There's no way that they're better without Odell. Yeah, I I would agree. Personally, I kind of feel like uh, this division's going to be pretty similar to last year. Um, outside of the Steelers, definitely won't go eleven and zero, beating up bad teams again. But um, I, I think the Bengals will be a little more explosive with a healthy Joe Burrow, and uh, hopefully Jamar Chase gets that drop problem fixed. And they'll have an interesting group of receivers that we'll be watching. Uh, with the Ravens, you expect kind of the similar offensive attack they had as years prior with rushing and Lamar and uh oh dude we get to see Rashad Bateman catch a pass or two it when he's healthy oh, yeah. um and, I was about uh, to say Ravens assigned Le'Veon Bell. yes they did to the practice squad at the moment but uh I'm sure that's yeah. just for a little bit uh and the Browns their rushing attack is no doubt in my eyes still the best in the NFL going into this season. I expect them to keep riding that and maybe a step up from Baker. Uh, and for like the fourth straight year, it feels like every year we're like, Oh, is big Ben too old? Uh, Oh, Juju Smith Schuster. And then Ben gets hurt for a little bit. We'll see some Mason Rudolph, but the Steelers will still be competitive in this division. I don't know. Maybe it's just me being cynical. Cause we have to watch CBS games to find out. Hey, You but. might be seeing some Dwayne, some Dwayne Haskins. This time when Big Ben gets oh, hurt. Oh, yeah. Uh, really fun watching him in the preseason, huh? Hey, he's finally getting game plans. He's going to be unstoppable now because there's no way <laughs> Ron Rivera wasn't giving him game plans. Like, what the yeah, fuck Mike Tomlin's that? a different kind of coach. He, he gives you game plans. He tells you to do your job yeah. and study the opponent. You know, it's not yeah. something you should already know as a player. You need to be told that you need to study the opponent. Yeah. You yeah. think Mac Jones? Yeah, do you think Mac Jones cares about the game enough to study the opponent himself and make his girlfriend run plays? No, somebody told him that he had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think I think the Steelers are probably going to take a step back this year. They did do. I think they added enough to like make themselves. I I don't see them like completely falling apart. Going like. Four and thirteen, or something like that. I think they'll still be competitive and probably. No, they're always going to be like around five hundred at worst. Yeah, they'll they'll be in contention for a wild card spot. I don't know if they'll get one, um, but I think it comes down to the the Browns and the Ravens for me. Ravens Ravens did really stock up, but um, I, I just I just like the Browns. What do you guys? See, I just feel like I feel like the Ravens are due for a step back because. Every year there's wear and tear on Lamar. I mean, he's not he's not showing any signs of slowing down, but he needs to get better at passing or else they're going to lose some games that they probably shouldn't. And they've just dealt with too many injuries at the start of the year. Like their yeah. star running back is injured and then a backup is injured. And I just, I don't think Le'Veon Bell is that good anymore. They, yeah. they lose had, their had starting left tackle. Or, no, they're starting right tackle. I don't remember what he played for them. Right tackle, yeah. Right, because he wanted to play left tackle. That's right. Yeah. And Bateman's been hurt. He hasn't really been able to practice at all. And Hollywood Brown has been injured and hasn't really been able to practice at all this preseason. So it could take them a few games to kind of get in the swing of things. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I, I mean, they, they still I still think their defense is really, really good. Um, yeah, that's, they, they for added, sure. Added Justin Houston. Uh, it was pretty good value there. It seemed to add just like veteran players that just want to be on a good team every year. Um, and Owe has looked pretty good in preseason by all accounts. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that pass rush could could be nasty. Um, I, I think with with that group of guys, and they usually have they're usually able to put together a pass rush even when they don't have the best players. So. Um, I I do think their defense will be will be pretty will be a pretty tough unit. Uh, 
But anyway, uh, I'm picking the Browns. Uh, what do you What do you guys? Pick? Yeah, I'm with you on the Browns. They're just solid all the way through yeah. and didn't make any backwards moves and got better with Clowney. Yeah, I think it'll be the Browns. Oh, wow. So all three of us on the Browns. By the way, I just uh, I want to say that was a very tough game to pick this week. Browns-Chiefs. That one, I kind of... Yeah, I wanted to go good. Browns. Uh, you should have done it. should have. I think we all took the Chiefs. But, uh, <laughs> actually, I think uh, 32 still has yet to send in his picks. Ooh. But. Everybody else has taken the Chiefs so far. Um, anyway, let's move on to the AFC East. Um, Bills still looking strong. Patriots, you know, powering up. Mac Jones now the starter. Uh, you know, Dolphins near in the playoffs too. And, of course, there are the Jets. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> What do you guys think? Uh, any initial thoughts on this division? Well, the Patriots will be more fun and more interesting to watch this year. As I mentioned earlier with the Texans, how they are kind of like the Madden 07 franchise that signs a bunch of random players. The Patriots signed players that they had a clear intention of getting. Uh, they had a very uh, interesting free agency, a uh, very eventful one, signing a bunch of key players and um i think they're gonna be quite uh quite interesting to watch i don't think they're division winners but they're gonna be competitive i think the patriots have a chance to win the division for sure i mean the bills it'll be tough to overthrow the bills because they're still you know as as strong as ever and uh i i really like that team as long as josh allen continues to play like he did last year um but the Patriots really loaded. Like I don't see a big weakness in what the Patriots have right now. I think they're one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. I think their defense is looking much better right now with uh, you know the additions they made, adding adding Judon as a pass rusher, getting guys like Dante Hightower back. Um, and I, I think and their secondary is still, of course, one of the best in the NFL. So I think this team looks very strong if Mac Jones can can play um and you know i their their offensive skill positions i don't think they're like the strongest group by any means but they're not like the barren wasteland that they were last year so uh i, I think this team uh, if, if again if, if mac jones can play well i don't see why this team can't compete for for this division i'd love to see damian harris step up have a Solid year for the sake of my fantasy team. I I think you will. He he was like the number two rated running back at Pro Football Focus last year. But then we all know the. Uh, I don't think he's I'm the blanking. Best running back. I'm <laughs> I'm blanking on the guy's name. It was Herm- a, like a, Stevenson. Yeah, we all know he's going to be the breakout just because. Yeah. Patriots <laughs> running backs. <laughs> he did play well in the preseason, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, so those are our Patriots. I uh, I like the Dolphins still. Uh, Tua is going to have a lot of eyes on him this year. A lot of pressure on Tua to have a big sophomore season, and uh, it, it just feels like there is a lot more pressure on Tua than all these other quarterbacks. Absolutely. It doesn't like, I don't understand it either. Like why are there these rumors that the dolphins are going to trade for a dude that has, you know, 22 lawsuits against him to get rid of their first round pick who looked fine. Like He struggled, but it's, he's a rookie who had no preseason, no camp. Like why would you automatically want to get rid of him? I honestly think like the fact that, they benched Ryan Fitzpatrick for him just like really worked against him. Cause like Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think was clearly better than Tua last year. And like, that's not like Ryan Fitzpatrick is a good quarterback. I don't, it's not crazy to think that he'd be better than a, a rookie who, again, like you said, didn't have any camp or 
preseason, so uh, I, I don't think you know that means he's not going to be a good player. Uh, but it just makes makes him look like, oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick can move this offense better than him. Obviously, he sucks. So I think that just plays into public perception. Um, but uh, if if we want to talk about co- young quarterbacks in this division, I got to talk about my favorite, Zach Wilson. Uh, people are finally coming around on him. Um, I said how I thought he was my favorite quarterback coming out of the draft. So I am looking forward to seeing him play football. I think the Jets offense can actually be pretty solid um, just because I love Zach Wilson so much. But they they have the worst defense in football right now. I mean, with Carl Lawson getting hurt and all the other injuries they've had. And uh, their, their secondary was already just atrocious. So I just uh, – I, I don't think they're going to win many games. But as long as Zach Wilson looks good – I think they can at least, you know, set up something nice for the future. Yeah, they're in a they're in a rebrand, rebuild, rethink everything right now under Robert Sala, and players are are buying into it reportedly. So uh, maybe next year, guys. Yeah, it is going to be interesting seeing a Robert Sala team just be horrible at defense. Maybe he can work some magic. Maybe you if never he, know if he makes this defense like above twentieth in the NFL, then I, he's he's just a coaching god. So <laughs> true. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm going. I'm still going to stick with the Bills as the division winners here. Um, I already, already take my upset pick for the AFC, so I'm, I'm going to stick with the Bills. My hatred for Cole Beasley makes me want to pick somebody else, but <laughs> even if he's on the COVID list all year, I think they'll still win the division. Yeah, I say the Bills forfeit a game because of all these COVID things, but they still win the division. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, extra game. That's why we have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, everybody taking bills. All right, that wraps up the AFC. Let's move into the NFC. Let's start with the NFC West. I think this might be the best division of football. Uh, I don't know if you guys agree with that, but uh, what do you guys what do you guys think? You think it's the best division of football? Yeah, it's pretty loaded. Uh, can't deny that. I mean, it's really hard to pick a winner of, of this one, but I'm I'm. For the sake of the pod and keeping time, I'm going to say the 49ers, as long as they stay healthy. That's always the thing with the 49ers. Just stay healthy for for the love of everything, guys. Yeah, I think it's just my recency bias. I saw a power ranking of the all the NFL teams, and I got to the 49ers, and they were just way higher than I expected. And then you know, I kind of came to, and I was like, oh, yeah, two years ago, they went to a Super Bowl. <laughs> And last year just kind of soured all of that because of all the injuries. Yeah, I mean they they've lost some pieces, but they're I mean the the team is like I don't see a lot of holes with this team. I think their offense is probably better than the team that went to Super Bowl. Even even if they just run back right back to being Garoppolo, I think their offense improved. Um, but you know the possibility of it being that much better with Trey Lance at some point this year. Um, I think is kind of enticing for this team and their defense is still like they, they lost a few players, but it's still like, they're not, they don't have any big holes. They're still a really good unit. Um, still have a pretty fierce defensive line. Obviously no to force Buckner um, that was on that Super Bowl team. But other than that, I mean, they're, they're locked and loaded as, uh, as one of the most complete teams in the NFL, in my opinion. I feel like I was bamboozled by sports highlights during the preseason because all I kept seeing was like these deep shots by Trey Lance and like these big highlight plays. And in my head, I was like, Oh damn, he's pretty good. And then I'd see the PFF scores come out and he's like by far the worst of the rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. He played pretty pretty, pretty bad on some drives and then had some really, really great plays. Um, So, you know, we'll see with him. I, I mean, you, you see that, if you can take the good and, you know, coach away the bad, that's what you hope to do with some of these players. 
doesn't always work out. But... <laughs> if only it was that easy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it works with Josh Allen. It's just crazy trying to pick a winner from this division because we haven't even got in, gotten into how Matt Stafford will impact this division and how much better the Cardinals have already gotten. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Rams are my pick, even though they have many more holes than the Niners, I would say. But I, I just think with Matthew Stafford leading this like a Sean McVay offense, I just I think that's just going to be too good. And Aaron Donald can just you know carry this defense on his back. I mean, they have other good defense players too. They have some like missing spots on defense, but you know they have Aaron Donald, they have Jalen Ramsey, they have pretty good players in the secondary and you know some other solid players in the front seven um but you know as long as Aaron Donald's there they're going to be able to generate a pass rush um so I'm, I'm I think this team is still going to be really I think their defense won't be quite as good as it was last year but I I don't think that matters I think they I I picking them to win the division yeah I certainly hope that this Sean McVay offense with Matthew Stafford is you know what everybody's hyping it up to be just because I think that'd be fun for the league like I'm worried they have one dud of a week and everybody will get on them like the expectations are so high right yeah I mean uh, I could I, I don't think the like I don't how good does he have to be I mean this team went to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff as their quarterback so I that's true, but they had Todd Gurley before you know arthritis destroyed his knees as well. I know, but honestly, I don't think like like Todd Gurley was a great player, but I think you can you can survive without that. I think there's it's it's a bigger upgrade going from you know Jared Goff to Matthew Stafford than going from Todd Gurley to anyone. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Jared okay, Goff cracks me up, man. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying because just because quarterback is a is a I mean yeah it's a much position not not just is the receiver the receiving yeah. core is like pretty much the same isn't it I mean they don't have Brandon Cooks but they have two two at twelve yeah they 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 brought in Deshaun oh, God, Jackson I forgot about that that's right they got Deshaun Jackson yeah. So it's all I mean, these weird players that like I don't really think are good receivers, but somehow they put up just like pretty good numbers. Right. I mean, like that—that's the Sean McVay offense, and like that's what they were, were kind of missing last year. That even though Brandon Cooks, I don't think was you know it was like you know that great a player, but he's a good player, and they were missing missing a vertical threat. So Deshaun Jackson can do that for like four games. Um, yeah. And then once he gets hurt, two two that well can fucking yeah. do it. So. <laughs> All one hundred and twenty pounds of two two at well, and then uh, he gets hit once. That's well, that was true for Brandon Cooks too. So and, and he'll be catching <laughs> bombs from Duck Hodges at that point. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that happens, then uh, then I don't think. It's <laughs> but and, uh, the the funny thing is, we haven't even talked about the Seahawks, you know. Have Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, so I mean I think they'll be in contention every year. Um, yeah, but we'll see. Yeah. They're just kind of consistently good, so they're boring. Yeah, there's not no there's like nothing ever like nothing's really changed with this team from last year. Like some of the some of the names on defense have changed, but like it's it's pretty much the same. Uh, they do I do think they're deeper on their in their front seven for sure. Uh, especially on the defensive line, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they're gonna have like a great defense. They'll be, I think they'll be middle of the pack, and you know, you'll see what. You know, they'll, they'll be the same type. I mean, their offense hasn't really changed at all. So yeah, and they they um, were playing chess with the Rams, and uh, they got an advantage by signing Gerald Everett. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a big signing. <laughs> hey, they reached a deal with uh, Dwayne Brown too, so Russell Wilson's blind side will be protected. <laughs> they they did bring in uh, bring in Gabe Jackson a guard, so I guess like upgraded off the line. But that's, that's it's not saying much. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I got the Rams. 
Uh, Pep, you got the Niners. Reeb, who you got? I'll go Seahawks. Let's just be all different. Uh, and we didn't even touch on the Cardinals. F*** them. Yeah, no, nobody cares. I, I said we don't have to hit every team. The Cardinals yeah. aren't winning this division. They're, Their uh, secondary is trash. Yeah. <laughs> With Malcolm Butler retiring, and that, that was that's rough. oh man alright let's move on to the NFC South home of the defending Super Bowl champions uh, who are 100% vaccinated now Um, woo so good news for them Uh, do you think the Bucks will repeat as NFC South champions man their roster is so deep I can't think of any hole on the roster. They're only going to get disgustingly better this year. Antoine Winfield Jr. in his second year is going to be really good. I mean, he was really good last year as a rook, but second year he's going to get so much better. I mean, what's what's there not to like about this defense? And just, you know, they've had all these pieces in place for years, and they just keep getting better. I, I think it's a no-doubter. Yeah. Even their first round rookie, uh, what's his name, Tryon, just yep. already looks like a stud at yep. end on an already really good defensive line. Yeah, and it doesn't hurt that all the other teams in the division have gotten much worse. Well, except for the <laughs> except for the Panthers, but they weren't well. They weren't really that good. And they yeah. haven't really gotten that much. Better. Yeah, the Falcons. Yeah. The Falcons are looking pretty bad. Yeah. I, I just like Falcons. They have Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan, uh, Mike Davis is a player. Uh, and- but they got a generational talent, already Hall of Famer, Kyle Pitts. True. Lock it up. Yeah, he's the next Noah Fant. <laughs> <laughs> if he puts up more than 500 yards, I will be very proud of him. I'm sure he's a great guy. I just... Wow. I just don't like you. Obviously, can't use him as an inline blocker. Like he's not good at blocking. So, like at that point, why is he even called a tight end? You know, it's a fair point, but that's true for like half the tight ends in the league. (laughs) The Falcons, man. I think this season they're just everything's going to be blown up, and they have to start from scratch, man. Hey, they made the choice to stick with the shell of Matt Ryan and. Go forward with that, but yeah, that that ship has sailed. Now, uh, Sam Darnold and the Panthers are the next best team in this division. <laughs> I I'm really interested to see if Sam Dar- Darnold can be anything on the Panthers. I I do like because I really like Matt Rule and Joe Brady. I think they've done they did a great job last year with what they had with Teddy Bridgewater. Um, and obviously, I, I don't really understand the like I you know you know I'm the biggest Robbie Anderson fan, but everybody is like, oh yeah, Robbie Anderson getting reunited with his quarterback is such a great thing. I'm like, what are you talking about? They, he didn't they, throw to him. <laughs> they were terrible on the Jets. Like that, Robbie Anderson had his best year the second he got away from the Jets. So why would we want why would we want him back with Sam Darnold? But who knows? Maybe uh, he's also away from Adam Gase, so maybe, maybe it's always Sam, a plus. Maybe Sam Darnold under Matt Rule will be better. So a healthy Christian McCaffrey always helps as well. Yeah, uh, that certainly helps. But yeah, I think uh, I think we all got the Bucks here, right? Yes. Yeah, that's kind of a no brainer. Yeah, and uh, Saints with with James, <laughs> I I think they'll be interesting, but I. <laughs> expect them to win, especially since they had to lose a lot of other players too, including Michael Thomas. They're like in debt, so uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so maybe Marcus Callaway just becomes the next best receiver. He looked like know. a stud. Also, Terrace Marshall looked like a stud. Looked like the better <laughs> wide receiver out of LSU. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we shall see. Um, all right, let's move on to the NFC North. We already kind of talked about them on our last podcast, so when if we just have any uh, any quick hits here, 
um, that you guys want to talk about, go ahead. Sorry, Andy Dalton. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just feel bad for him. Playing for a city that could give, like, two shits about you. Does not want you on the team. Yeah. Granted, he can just laugh away with his millions of dollars, but still. Yeah, still probably not fun. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I... But in terms of picking the division, um, I'm picking the Vikings. Uh, do I want to do that? <laughs> You're so confident, and then I immediately <laughs> backtracked. Uh, I, was, I was picking them, and then like, because I picked them, I think I picked them on our last podcast, but then you know they haven't had a great. Pre- I I think they're not having a good preseason. Like I don't care about that at all because like their starters barely it's played. Preseason. Yeah, preseason. And yeah. yeah, who cares? But uh, it's uh, the Packers are still a really good team. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna take the Vikings. I I think the Vikings are have. a pretty have, have a roster that's really just as good as the Packers. Um, and I don't know, maybe some tension between Aaron Rodgers and that team will cause the Packers to lose. I don't know. Uh, it's I'm probably just picking the yeah, for fun. That's what happened last year, too. Yeah. All that tension. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Packers. Yep, Packers right, for me as well. All right. It was another interesting, uh, I guess, chess move, as you'd say, Pearson. The Bengals signed Jake Browning to their practice squad. So maybe he's got a little tips. Got him. Or some tips for the Bengals for how to deal with the Vikings week one. Maybe he just happened to keep his playbook. You know, the very in-depth preseason playbook that they give you. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's hit on the last division here. It is the NFC East. Um, most important division. Obviously, the football team's winning. We don't need to talk about that. But uh, I did quickly <laughs> want to hit, since our uh, last podcast, the uh, Eagles traded for Gardner Minshew. Um, Pep's favorite quarterback. So, uh, but... Honestly, I do think that's kind of significant just because I think we've kind of seen this whole offseason that the Eagles don't really believe in Jalen Hurts, and I think it's just another kind of sign of that. Uh, I I mean, I, I mean, pe- people are trying to defend it like, oh, Howie Roseman's just finding value at conditional sixth-round pick for Gardner like arguably one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league in Gardner Minshew, which is reasonable, especially since Howie Roseman does like to do that. But I think we've seen all offseason that clearly the Eagles have looked for other options and you don't blame them when they didn't, they never intended for Jalen Hurts to be their starter. They didn't draft him with that thought. So why would you draft him in the second round? (laughs) They wanted. I hell if I know they were like he's on the next Taysom Hill to be the, <laughs> but they had Carson Wentz as their franchise quarterback at the time. They weren't drafting him to be their starter. Obviously, things like you can't tell me that you think that they expected Carson Wentz to just spiral and trade him the next year. I mean, probably not, but it's still like a dumb pick. They had well, other needs than like just using like trying to have another Taysom Hill. Yeah, I mean, like he's also just having a good backup quarterback for a quarterback who you know has gotten hurt a lot. They, you know, if you don't remember, they won a Super Bowl with their backup quarterback team. So, yeah, but do you think you're going to win a Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts? Probably not. I don't know. I, I'm I'm usually <laughs> against these picks to be honest, but uh, I'm just saying that. That's probably not wasn't their thought. Yeah, I, I, so. I just I think the uh, Gardner Minshew trade was nonsensical, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> you already have a proven winner in Joe Flacco, and you just <laughs> muddy up the quarterback room some more. I mean, 
You know, reports are saying, guys, that Jalen Hurts stops guys in the hallway and quizzes them on the playbook. So, you know, he's a born leader. And uh, that's why the Eagles are going to finish in fourth place. Um, And the football team is going to get first. I don't know what to make of the Giants. Uh, Haven't known what to make of them for like a decade now. So they're there. Well, surprise, surprise. John Ross is on IR to start the year. And Evan Ingram will not be playing week one. So water is wet over there. (laughs) Well, they got Kyle Rudolph now, so... Uh, good old Kyle Rudolph to catch a two-yard touchdown pass in week 12. <laughs> and Galladay and Barkley. I feel like just everyone's injured. Yeah, that team's uh, that team is something, guys. That team is something. But, you know, if Joe Flacco's not playing for the Eagles, it's probably, it's probably over for them. And uh, the Cowboys, <laughs> we will get to find out if C.D. Lamb has that step up that a lot of people are talking about, that sophomore season step up. Uh, and will the Cowboys have that high-powered offense that they had when Dak was there? Healthy. I will say the Cowboys have had probably the most boring season of hard knocks that I've ever witnessed. Yeah, I think they need more mojo Just... moments. Just, <laughs> just like completely forgettable. Besides witnessing Jerry Jones sprinkle salt on his McDonald's <laughs> burgers, yeah, like it, I don't know why, but whoever edited that, they like intentionally left in the awkward silence between Mike McCarthy and Dak when Mike McCarthy's like, "Oh, I'm just busting your balls," but and it just stays on him for like ten seconds, silent. <laughs> It's like, uh, I've heard too much about how great the Cowboys are going to be now that Dak is back and just going crazy about how like insane his journey has been from breaking his ankle. Like he was the only quarterback to get hurt last year. I don't know. I'm just tired of it. I think he's, that's my like, yeah. That's my Bengal, my Bengal victim complex. <laughs> where I'm like, Burrow got hurt too. Talk about him, and all they want to say is like, "Yeah, the Bengals really f-ed up because he had this freak play where 600 pounds of flesh fell right on his knee." Yeah, um, you know, I, they are our arch nemesis over here in Washington football team town, not Landover, Maryland. Uh, <laughs> But I, I am kind of pulling for Dak. I, I want to see him play well. He's he's a good dude, and you know Zeke spent all that time wrapping that present for him. So, you know, yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see how that uh, receiving core uh, looks this season. Yeah, I I can't imagine their offense like just being bad. Um, but do I think they're going to like put up all these crazy numbers probably not unless it's just like it is was last year which was you know, their defense just gives up a crap load of points and then the offense has to just throw a bunch to get back to games which is possible but that if they're doing that they're probably not winning games so i don't think that the cowboys will will be able to compete with the football team obviously because the football team's going 17 to no but it's tough to compete with that. Yeah. Uh, I will say another, another thing that stuck out to me on hard knocks. um, I can't remember his name for some reason. The first, their first round pick, the linebacker, Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons. He just like said the douchiest thing to his teammate. I forgot what it was, like what happened to spawn it, but it was like, he made a play and the other guy didn't. And he just looked at him and was like, that's why I went to Penn state and you went to North Dakota state. Like, Dude, you're a fucking rookie. Shut up, man. <laughs> Just play. You're both on the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I'm assuming he was just you know talking a little smack, but uh, I, it, it, he has looked great in preseason. It's kind of interesting that they've just kind of shunted aside Leighton Vander Esch and Jalen Smith. They're playing Keanu Neal and and Micah Parsons over them. I mean, yeah, I know Jalen Smith like had all the knee. Well, he had the horrible knee surgery right when he was getting drafted. Right. 
and then it seemed like he was fine for like a year and now it seems like it's just come back with vengeance and, and like he just can't move side to side yeah i mean i remember when in late late vanderish's rookie year like late uh, you know vanderish had an incredible rookie year and Jalen uh, yeah broke out as well and they were like oh this is like the best linebacking core in the nfl and yeah, I've just never seen just, two players get so much worse. Yeah, I mean, you know, Van Der Esch obviously had a bunch of injuries since then too. So, yes, Cowboys are just like, all right, screw them, let's move on. <laughs> Going Sean Lee, Jalen Smith, Blayton Van Der Esch, maybe Mike Parsons won't have, you know, horrible injury luck. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, all right, I got the football team. What do you guys got? I'll roll with the football team, but it could be anybody. The football team. All right. Hell yeah. Sensible picks. All right. Um, so that was our season preview. All right. Let's close out the show with our favorite segment, overreactions. Um, Pep, okay. I can see a smile on your face, and I know you want to go. So let's start with Reed. <laughs> uh I was thinking of some earlier. Oh, well, that's good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my overreaction is that ESPN can just go die in a hole because I got home from work on Friday and I just wanted to turn on the TV and like see some sort of pregame for the Virginia Tech matchup because I knew it was coming on like right then. And instead, they had like the third round of the U.S. Open on the channel that the game was going to be on literally like until the kickoff. So there was nothing. It just went right into the game and I was very annoyed. Creep. You didn't want to watch the U S open instead. Just... Well, I had to. <laughs> well, all right. And I'm pretty it's sure they were trying to like, they were trying to wait for like one of the games to end. Or not like the whole game, but like whatever it's fucking called, like one of the holes that, whatever the like game is, where you get to forty points and you win, mm-hmm. and like it it's tied, a, and a, they kept going. I think they, isn't I think it a game? I think it's just a game. Yeah. Yeah, and they got to like deuce, and then it kept going like advantage, and then back to deuce, and advantage for the other person, and back to deuce. So like it just took forever, and I was like, just somebody win, so I can watch my team in college football. But it all ended up good. So, well, that's that's good. All right, Pep, you got your reaction. Uh, I'm still trying to come up with one, to be honest <laughs> with you. Mine. All right. Well, I'll I'll do mine. Um, so my overreaction is um, about my about Zach Wilson. Uh, <laughs> I think Zach Wilson is going to win Rookie of the Year, and he's going to set. He's going to break Justin Herbert's record for most passing touchdowns by a rookie. That's pretty bold. Of course, of course, he gets an extra game, but still, with Kadarius Tony and Jameson no. Crowder and Kadarius Tony on the Giants, or f- Elijah Moore. That's right, the guy that peed yeah. in the end zone and lost his team the game. <laughs> that guy. All right, Alex, yeah. you have inspired me to go the quarterback route on overreactions. I want to go back to our lovely team, the Houston Texans. And uh, I want to call Terod Taylor the best quarterbacks coach in the NFL because everywhere he goes, the guy behind him becomes an all-pro. And that's Davis Mills. Davis Mills is a future all-pro. He's the next Justin Herbert. And that's where I'm going. David Coley's Houston Texans are going to win two games this year. With Davis Mills, <laughs> bold claim. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I mean, I could definitely see Davis Mills hitting the field at some point. So we'll see if he can one day become an All Pro. All right. Well, I think we're all excited for kickoff Thursday night. Bucks Cowboys. You know, Chris and Al on the call. I, I can't wait. You guys have any uh, any plans for kickoff? 
Uh, just plan to plan to bet Rob Gronkowski first touchdown score. Read it here first on Pep's picks. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll lock it in now so I can win some money as well. Wonderful. Uh, but but yeah, I'm probably just going to be watching it at home. So I don't know why I asked everybody if that was just going to be the answer. So uh, good, I, good. Why wasn't I invited? <laughs> <laughs> well, you literally live here, so you. <laughs> uh, all right, but that is going to do it for us. Enjoy week one of the NFL season. Always one of the best days uh, of the year, if not the best day of the year. Uh, can't wait for Sunday. Can't wait for kickoff on Thursday. We will talk to you next week. Get uncomfortable. Compete every day, man. His spirit, I find it hard to be matched. Toughness, enthusiasm. Yeah.